0: Hey, what's up? Your buddy Steve V here, host of Tags Podcast, inviting you to join us every Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Tags Live. That's right. Talk About Gay Sex, the live show with myself and Cody Maurice Doggett alongside a live virtual video audience. That's right. You get to weigh in. Ask us questions. It's always a lot of fun. It's every Wednesday night. Bring your cocktail or specialty drink and say hi. It's on the Get Vocal platform. Go to getvocal.com forward slash channel forward slash tags live or better yet, just go to tags podcast where all the information is there on how to join the show. See you then. All right, here we go. What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host Steve V alongside Lincoln in New York City. How are you doing, Lincoln?
1: I'm doing really well and it's good to hear your voice, Steve.
0: It is. I know. I missed you. I was uh, we were away last week and It's really good to, uh, I was just in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and I had a really great, great relaxing vacation. Um, Really nice. That is so
1: nice. I think everyone needs that right now. So I'm so happy you were able to do it.
0: It was really wonderful. Got plenty of sun. One of the highlights that really didn't even involve me was sitting at this restaurant, uh, La Palapa, we'll just shout out to them. And it was sunset dinner next door was a wedding uh two guys two La- latinos getting married and they were both uh deaf so they had it signed language. in they were wearing um sunflowers on their shirts Aww. it was the most beautiful the i was with uh my sister and two friends and we were all like Teary-eyed, watching this wedding ceremony. I mean, we were all like balling up, and it was just the sweetest thing. And at the end of it, everybody, you know, we were clapping, and of course, they were deaf, so they taught us all if you just shake your hands. Yeah,
1: that's so. You know how to do that? Yeah, 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 the sign
0: for that, and it was really, really beautiful, and just wonderful especially the last day to kind of like end on and see that which was really nice um one of the other things i went to the mantamar beach club which we talked about it on this show before because it was where it was spotted they have a hot tub that is see-through oh that's right we did talk about that yeah where the guys were having sex and you could see them and we all had different opinions about that and it was funny so i to see it up close and personal it if it's the pool I'm thinking of, because they have two of these hot tubs that are. The one is literally hanging over. It's kind of funny. It's hanging over the main pool at the Mantamar Beach Club. And it's funny because you could literally, if it was that one, you could see everything that oh, would God. be going on. There's <laughs> the other one. If it's that one, it's a little removed. So maybe it was that one. I'm not sure. But certainly, if where you're walking by, you could see. And. Um, it was just funny to put that all in they were having a beach a pool party and there were so many people I was getting a little uncomfortable because I haven't been around crowds of people the yeah. good news was it was we were outdoors and there was that all the restaurants take really good care of you know masking and this and that Um, we did find ourselves though in one of the bars I think it's called Paco's Ranch and it was just business as usual aside from maybe the bartenders wearing masks it was everybody was on top of each other and I know you had some thoughts on that as well about New York opening up a lot and at least in these certain places not every bar that we went to but it was, wow, this is kind of how it was, but I wasn't sure exactly how I felt. We didn't stay that long um, because I think I'm just not ready for all of that being half vaccinated and on my way to being fully vaccinated. So, yeah, I noticed New York is little by little opening up. Is yeah. There a,
1: right now, yeah. the word is, is, or at least the goal, if everything goes according to plan, New York will be completely open, including theaters, not necessarily at full capacity, but... Really close by July 1st is what our mayor said. And And the Eagle opened this past Wednesday uh, back up for the first time, I think since August. And they're at partial capacity and there's tables for everyone to sit at. But it was the opening was Wednesday. Peter and I went Thursday to see Corey, to listen to Corey Craig spin. And it was so good to see the doorman and the manager and, you know, Corey and say hello after a year almost. And um, yeah. the the energy was interesting. It was so good to see each other. And it's different because everyone's kind of connected to a table and you can't really linger. Right. And yeah. then we went again this Sunday because Sundays are always my favorite time to go there. And Bobby uh, Duran was uh, spinning And I saw Gregory on the second floor, which was great to see him bartending. And um, some people were really messy, like, like clustering and kind of teetery. And you could tell that they were just a little really hot to get back into it all. And I didn't know necessarily how I felt about that, but we kind of stayed away from people. But to connect with people felt really wonderful. But as a, as a general overall, New York is definitely getting back there. People are visiting. The streets are getting busier. And I'm not sure how I'm feeling about that. I mean, I'm happy, you know, because life should return to some kind of new normal. But at the same time, I, I kind of liked it a little less crowded. <laughs> for yeah, it's
0: interesting. And with the CDC coming out saying that essentially outdoor activities, I'm not sure if outdoor bar activities like that, but outdoor activities are actually... You you don't have to wear your, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear your masks anymore. Yeah. And they're even getting rid of that. And so again, if if you're vaccinated and assuming I guess everybody else is, the other thing is they didn't mention if it was like at a a concert or a bar where, like you've said in the past, or all of us know, you're 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 talking you're getting after more drinks you're getting more relaxed and so i think that that's going to be a little bit of an adjustment
1: yeah it is and that's all it really is is an adjustment it's it's funny my very good friend uh, i call him yoga nick cuz he's a yoga instructor he made a comment to me how especially over the past year anything you do even if it's the most basic thing because of the mask because of the concern because of the washing of hands everything feels like an event no, yes. You know, like, I just went to get gas and pick up a few groceries, but it was such an event because of the the <laughs> gas station protocol and the, uh, the grocery yeah. store protocol. And, and I think we're, we're all going to calm down and maybe it'll just turn into common sense in the long run, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely I'm, hoping I'm going that. for that, too. Yeah. Well, all right. We love it when you ask us for advice and we had somebody write into us. And I'm hoping you can, as well as myself, Lincoln, give our dear listener some advice. He writes, um, what advice do you have for a freshly 40 year old overweight gay guy that came out at the age of 13 in the deep south? And he's talking about Louisiana um, and has never had a boyfriend or been out on a date. I grew up as the only gay in the village, so I had plenty of fuck buddies. The entire football team was being tutored by me, but they were all straight, so nothing to come of it. I moved a lot, 12 years of school, 13 different schools, and have kept the trend going since graduation. Gradu- graduating. And that has been my excuse for not actively pursuing a relationship. But now, he writes, at 40, having lived in the same city for nine years, I can't use that excuse and feel the need to pair up. Plenty of straight friends say, if I was gay, you'd be the perfect boyfriend. But I can't seem to make a gay or bisexual guy think that. Please help, he writes, lonely in Lexington, Kentucky. Wow. Um, first of all, I just have to how hot is that to tutor the entire football team? I mean, what a porn dream. <laughs> right. But potentially Yeah, but potentially um, like, oh my god, it's driving me nuts. But kudos to that to get right. that going, it's right? Very like, sexy. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. I mean, the first things I think is, you know, everybody has their time when they feel comfortable. And when they're ready to dive deep into a relationship, this is going to sound very light at first. I'm mean, going to all have more stuff to say. And I know you'll have plenty of advice too. But I think by the asking for advice like this and r- literally putting it out in the universe that perhaps now you're ready ready to have a partner is the first step because the sooner you put that out in the universe and you start changing your language to I deserve this I'm ready for this even if it's I think we're never ready that immediately sets a new direction and a tone Um, be careful what you wish for but you know because you might get like that boyfriend right away Um, and I'm not saying he might be the perfect one but really the power of intention, the power of direction of what you really want can often lead to practical decisions in my mind. So perhaps that leads you to getting on, getting off of, I love that you were open enough to say that fuck buddies aren't a problem. So if this was your story that you found yourself on more of the sex apps, maybe start switching to like hinge, for example, comes to mind or sites apps that really are more about partnering up and putting that in your bio of that you're open to dating maybe not scaring them off by need a partner but really setting if you set the intention in my mind and you set it out into the universe the practicality of how you get there i think can come in a linear fashion maybe sooner than you think those are some initial thoughts on how, and I probably have some more practical ones, but I wanted to hear from you. uh, Well, I
1: I completely agree with you um, about setting your attention and the fact that he wrote in and said that, you know, puts that out in the universe. However, I think he should be very specific. (laughs) Like, instead of just, I want a boyfriend, it's like, I want a boyfriend that, you know, has a job. (laughs) <laughs> or yeah. has been in a relationship before and can show me how to get into a you know relationship with someone or someone who hasn't had it before. I think that that is um, way back in the Oprah Winfrey show days. I think Yolanda or someone like that said that. Like, don't just say you want a boyfriend. Say you want him to have a job. Say you want him to have Yes, exactly. It was one of those. And that always stuck with me. Because no matter what I do in my life, I don't just want it to be good. I want it to go this way. And I hope I can bring this to the table. So be very specific. The other advice that I heard straight off the bat, I think he self-defined himself as overweight.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, say this. In, in, yep.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 40, so, yeah. yeah. So if that's where you see yourself, whether it's what you really are, what the scale says to you, that to me is a call for maybe a little therapy. And therapy is my first step in, for me, was my first step in losing weight, was to get to the bottom of why I'm eating a certain way. And I think right. everyone should have some type of therapy, not just advice from friends, not just what, you know, Google says you should do with a problem, but an actual weekly therapist or every other week therapist, because especially in the times we're living in, we all need that, that voice of, of education or a trained therapist to give it, us advice, but also the wherewithal to collect our thoughts for that one hour a week with a professional so that we, in the long run, figure out what we want. And I think that that would do that, this person a, a wealth of good, not even just with dating, but beyond that.
0: I love that. I love therapy can be exactly and language is everything. And I think by putting the 40 year old overweight gay guy um, could be an honest thing. But where's your mindset with that? Yeah, is kind of what you're alluding to, too. I mean, you've told stories in the past on your weight control and struggling with that, correct? Yeah. And how you've come to you've had times when you were more and we're going to talk about something a little later in the show about body struggle but yeah. it's if you have your handle on it like i think i've heard you talk lincoln about it but from a it seemed healthier that the realization that you have had periods kind of the ebbs and flows of dealing with your weight and then mm-hmm. look at you you're also and ins- you may turn yourself into an instructor a uh, I'm a major instructor for fitness in New York city.
1: Yeah. And that just disappeared in the last year. And that was one of the main, main ways I controlled my weight and my health. And when that disappeared because of classes being canceled, that put me back into weight. I should talk more with my therapist about this to figure out, you know, was that a crutch or was I really mastering a certain thing? And this is, these are not fixes for good. This is part of the progress of life and part of the process of life and being happy um, is something that is a, a task every day to work for, especially when you're looking for someone to share your life as well.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. And over the course of my week, I was talking to a friend of mine who we become, we actually dated for a while, but we realized we're better friends and In the time after we dated, he started dating a person that was 25 years younger than him. And that's not even the issue. It was this relationship wasn't healthy for either one of them in many ways. For example, my friend has a healthy sex drive and he's in his mid 50s and wants to have sex with his partner daily. And the younger one who was in his 20s didn't feel like he wanted to have it as much well that didn't always work for my friend cut to when other issues happened in their relationship ultimately my friend decided okay this isn't working and sadly that guy threatened with suicide essentially Yeah. yeah and whether he meant it or not he did have to go to the hospital and it was a whole thing well they ended all that, and I thought they ended it on, you know, as best they could. Well, come to find out, my friend is wanting, to, told me that since you were away, we started dating again. And I couldn't help but think, And but he also mentioned to me that, because I asked him, what do you think of this vacation where we're at? And he said, you know, I would, I'm a partner person, and I really need to, think I need to experience this with like a partner well that already tells me that this my friend really always needs to be in a relationship or at least right now to make himself happy so I don't think the answer but you know I want to be supportive but the answer is to go back to a, a relationship and by the way they were only dating a few months that was unhealthy in other words why not move forward right
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the way people handle their relationships is about as individual as there are people, right? (laughs) Like, you don't know. I know what, what, you know, I've heard about stories with a husband and a wife that have two kids and then they get a divorce and then the kids are at college and they end up getting remarried and all that drama that they had to go through to get where they were. As long as It's two consulting adults and they're going through their journey and doing the best they can. It's certainly not my place to say, you know what I mean? Like what's going to yeah. work for them or what's not. And I, I just, it's hard. I, it's, it's hard to deal. You know, you have your idea in your mind what a perfect relationship would be, would be or what kind of a relationship you want. And that's multi-level you have an idea of what your body looks like. Are you overweight or are you overweight only when you look in the mirror? Or are you judging that compared to some of the images that we see in gay circuit world or in gay media and and everything's so ripped and toned that no one really, you know, was looking like that back before Instagram. And now you look at Instagram and everyone seems so Photoshopped. It's all multi-level. So take a breath we're all people <laughs> we're all one heartbeat and try and figure it out and i know for this particular person that wrote in for advice writing in for advice is the first step doing some work on yourself is the second be specific about what you're really looking for and you will turn around and they will be standing in front of you
0: yes i would i wanted to echo that on um, the writing in i also loved when uh, you wrote about I had plenty of fuck buddies, I mean, I think that alone is so sex doesn't seem to be the issue and that sometimes that um, can be an issue for some people, even connecting with people on a sexual level. But I think um, the mere fact that you wrote in and pivoting and putting an intention out there, the practical side will come. And it may mean because it got me thinking of different resources that different cities have across the world, because we have listeners all over, you know, even in our New York City, where we live, there's, they've been doing virtual dating. And there's all kinds of really cool, there's a guy that does a whole dating thing in New York, typically, it's speed dating, but they've even parlayed it to virtual. And, you know, maybe part of the journey will be to consider getting out of um, being lonely in Kentucky, and maybe finding a place where you will, there's more opportunities to meet people to be in a relationship. And that could be a, a, you know, a goal, a sooner or longer goal down, down the journey. Um, but I love that you're seeking this out. And I think by writing us in, you're putting that intention out there, we, uh, we wish you really a lot of luck and keep us posted. Yeah, because... let us
1: know how it goes. That's what I wanted to say. That's
0: absolutely, absolutely. And again, we are here to give advice, uh, sex or relationship. Um, we love doing that.
1: Uh, D- DM
0: us. Yeah, DM us <laughs> at Tags Podcast on on Instagram. We're here for you. All right. Well, you know, one of the things that was happened to me that was interesting to me, I met a, a friend of a of an acquaintance of a friend of mine on the beach in Puerto Vallarta. And it was a funny story, Lincoln, because we were sitting there and he seemed to know, he asked me if I had a blog. And he said, aren't you the one with the blog? I said, what's well, a podcast? So I told him, he said, oh, right, right, that. And he started asking, what is it about? I said, "What's well, about gay sexuality. And we talk about this and I did the whole spiel. And then he said, well, your profile says that you're into safe. What does that mean to you? And I couldn't help but think, wow, did, we, did I write that in tagspodcast.com somewhere that I've only – it was just so bizarre to me. And what I deduced in the conversation as we were on the beach was that he was referencing – because I had turned on my Scruff profile – and apparently somewhere I wrote an outdated thing and I wrote, oh, I'm into safe play. And this would have probably been what before I was on prep, right? So to me, he felt like he was... He, and he never said, oh, I, I read this on Scruff. I said, are you talking about my Scruff profile? Because if that's the case, I didn't know what you were referencing. And he kept... kept Going after me on what do you mean? But what do you mean by safe? And it came out later that he's positive, and I guess he was searching for me on there, but maybe was a little miffed and didn't like my answer. And I said, well, I don't know exactly what you're referencing, but I do know if I were to answer it now, I'm on prep, so to me, it's not a hundred percent foolproof. But that's what I would consider myself as practicing safer so he says when well, i'm not talking safer you said safe." i said well and he says and by the way that's an old word that came out in the 80s so i said okay i know that and
1: oh god
0: it got a little like testy because he didn't seem to like my answers but it was just what do you do when somebody is reading off your scruff po- profile but I don't know. It was, it was a weird place to be. What were your first
1: thoughts when you heard that what, the story? Well, you know, <laughs> Marianne says this thing that's always stuck with me. You either see the innocence in people or you see the guilt. Mm. It's very basic. You see the innocence or you see the guilt. And there are a lot of people, especially in the current climate, that are always looking for the, the guilt, the policing you don't have your mask on you didn't you didn't use the right um uh what's the word she he them oh they you didn't use the right oh you didn't pronounce didn't use the right pronoun guilt guilty 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 oh you said this about trump once and and look at what happened and okay well guess what you're not here to meet me then that means if if you're looking to hook up with me, this is the wrong way to go about it. Because finding a flaw or or an issue in my profile, you know, uh, okay, thank you for the reminder that I haven't updated my profile in a while. Personally, I could be on prep till the... The cows come home, but I might not still want to load in me because I'm not comfortable with that, with what I've been through with my gay experience. So that is safe sex to me, that you are going to pull out before you come. And we're going to have that conversation way before we ever get into bed. You know what I mean? So that's yes. – And by the way, it's funny that you brought this up. I had no idea you were going to bring up this story because at the bakery and during the pandemic, saying "stay safe" has really had a whole new meaning. Yes, you know what I mean. Like people, and I remember when like this person said to you, "It's not outdated to just be like have you know be safe, stay safe." Stay stay strong. Stay healthy. Don't get, you know, like try riding a city bike around New York City. Stay safe. Like there's many different connotations to the word safe these days that is out of the gay community. And it does seem like there are a lot of gay men of a certain mentality. I'm not even going to say age but just of a certain mentality that are constantly looking for the guilt or the wrong in any situation, people in general, but we're talking it's, about gay men. So that's why. I'm it's focused.
0: so funny you said because I ended it with, and took my friend cause he wanted to go parasailing. <laughs> and I, I said, well, that's my answer. I'm done
1: with Goodbye. this. <laughs> and, it,
0: you, and yeah. And we walked away and we came back later and I was kind of over it, moved on. And then he brought up a whole nother issue about, Because a masseur came by, because you know they solicit, and I was—he was giving me—he says, "Oh, is that your type? Would you sleep with him?" I said, "Actually," and he says, "Well, what's your type? Who on this beach would you sleep with?" And I said, "Well, I mean that masseur—the one that—if I had to answer, it would be that masseur. Because no, besides him, if you had to look around the whole beach, who would you?" And I said, "Well." Honestly, that masseur, I mean, I've se- already seen him here before. He gives a great massage. I think he's hot, and it would be him. Now, but no, I mean, are you, you're you a total bottom, right? And going on and uh, pressuring me to, and I said, well, I gave you my answer. You don't seem to want to accept my answer. And he's like, oh, are you shy? It's ludicrous that you host a show oh, talking God. about sexuality, and you're shy. How is that even possible? And I said, The problem is you like to ask questions, but you don't seem to want to accept any of my answers because I'm giving you the answers. I can't help that part of you.
1: Good for you.
0: He just went on and on. And it was really, I don't think in a long time, but back to what you're saying, people, some people want to just, it was raising my blood too, but I was calm Mm -hmm. on the exterior. But I, and later we talked about it on our clubhouse that, you know, you can't ever try and figure out someone's stance because it'll drive you nuts too. But I did feel attacked and I did feel like, just like leave me alone kind of thing. And I, it took a while to kind of get over it.
1: I, you know, I'll tell you just a funny story because you don't know where people are coming from. And I'm sorry that that happened to you, Stephen, because that's never comfortable, especially when you're on vacation. And I will just tell you this quick story. There was someone that I used to see at the black party from time to time. And then we actually kind of befriended each other over the, Hey, Hey, you know, at the gym or the Eagle or something. And then we actually hung out, randomly saw each other at the Eagle a few times. And it was during like the Hillary stuff. I don't even remember if it was, I don't think it was Trump yet. It was some political stuff. Right. And we had a really good conversation. And then the next time at the Eagle, we had like, What I thought was a really good conversation. And then the third time he literally said to me, I'm just here to have a good time tonight. I really don't want to talk to you
0: because it always gets so serious.
1: And I stopped (sighs) and I went, thank you. Thank you for telling me that because we could talk about anything. I can sit here and tell you, talk about the bartender's nipples for the past 20 minutes. We had some good political conversations, If you're not in the mood anymore, that's fine, but I hope you don't hold it against me, because I just like the conversation, and I walked away,
0: because I'm not (laughs) going to
1: own that. Like, why? You know what I mean? And I do know that if I have the right blend of, you know, margaritas with Bud Light Lime, and I have a hit of pot, (laughs) I can be, you know, on... (laughs) go down this really political, crazy, (laughs) you know, what are you doing? And some people are there to just have a good time on the flip side. Like this past Sunday, there were some people that were there that were full on ready to like get fucked in a corner. (laughs) And it's like, talk about the opposite end of the spectrum. And that's not interesting to me either. So, Everyone take a breath. We're all, got you know, the higher being's children. We we can all get along.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. And I think maybe a lot of it is being rusty, too, because I went to that rusty, pool party yeah. reference. I was going to say that. I, That's funny. The pool party I went to, I met a couple. They were, one ha- had his hand on my ass. One of them was certain they knew me. I had heard, but then they were in the bathroom pounding another guy. Then another. I mean, and it's great. I love all that. It was maybe not the crew that I needed to be around right now, because it was just the complete opposite of, of. I mean, the conversation could not have been lighter in that crew, and so it was like, it was, wow, this is interesting. I'm getting back all into it, and I think because being in Puerto Rico where. Uh, somebody said it best, and I say this with love. It was a person that lives there, as uh, a resident, said, "Oh yeah, we were a little, um, part of it." Was a little bit in denial <laughs> with <laughs> everything, and so, and he says that with love because he adores it there, and I love it there too. So it was. I think that's why I was feeling a lot of these different tears and seeing, and people were feeling were ready to just be a hundred percent having sex all over and others were maybe a little bit more volatile and, and it was everything in between. And so we're in this transition period. And so everybody, like you said, take a deep breath and, and tread lightly if you want yeah, to. Right? And
1: it might not be the sexiest conversation in the world, right. but that's the only way we're going to get out of it that we have had as yeah. gay men or I, as gay people we have had a president that was bashing everyone, everything. Women, right, immigrants, gay people, trans people. Like he was bashing, bashing. So we've been bashed around for four years. And then you add on that a pandemic and us all living with that in different phases. We are traumatized as a humanity and we're going to need to ease back into it. And there should be nobody, nobody turning, saying you should go faster and get fisted right now, or to somebody else and go, you should stop being so, you know, wh- such a whore and get more conservative. Everyone just has yeah. to find their path. And hopefully there has been some reflection during this time. Exactly. And we can all have a bad night. You oh, know, what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. It oh, sounds yeah. to me, like, and I know this for farewell. It sounds to me, Steve, like this guy was really into you. He just no had no idea how to show you that. Because you just had no idea how to show you that, and I right. know in my life, I've had some people like I couldn't remember their name, or I every time I talked to them, I put my foot in my mouth, or like, what is going on? what is <laughs> and now they are some of my closest friends in in my life,
0: I because love that. we got
1: over that massively awkwardness, and we needed to to realize, wow, we really are a great friendship or a great whatever. yeah, you know what I mean yeah.
0: Well, lastly, I wanted to um, weigh in on this last story that kind of relates to a few different things we've been talking about. And even in some past shows, it's a a thread going around um, on uh, Reddit that I follow. It's to all fellow gays. Would you consider someone as, quote, the one if they have everything you like and want in a partner, but they're not as sexually active as you are? And so that's just the whole thing. It says, you see, I'm kind of sexually active, but the guys I like aren't even most guys who reciprocated the feeling. But my friends keep telling me that he's not the one if he won't satisfy my sexual urges. I have no problem keeping it down for the guy I like, though. If we ever become a thing, help. There's some interesting responses to all this. But the first thing came up when last week when I had sex and intimacy coach Finn Dearheart and for those of you who listen to it, it was when I referenced his quote that he said, the moment I re- I had a reckoning, he says that my partner couldn't be everything for me was the moment I released and, and, and had a sigh, a major sigh and a huge weight was lifted off of his shoulders. And Finn has been in his relationship for years. And like I said, he's a sex and intimacy coach. He sees his therapist on a weekly basis and that reckoning that he had so uh, my first thought to this was when you write the one I think that alone already says that no one is ever gonna be and as lastly I'll say as gay men as men our sex stripes are typically higher than our female and our other counterparts in many ways often not always but I would say that, but they're not equal, and, and why would we think that our sex drives are would be a hundred percent equal? I don't know. What, what what are your thoughts on this? And you've been in a relationship for a while. I have. Well, can now. you share about all this? Lincoln? Well,
1: I, and I've been in relationships throughout my my life. I was engaged at one point for five years to a man. I've had. I did not know
0: that. Oh yeah, yeah You yeah, learned yeah. something about your f- friends, co hosts every <laughs> week. Yes, I
1: was uh, I was with somebody, and we were engaged. And um, I've had boyfriends um, from all ages to all nationalities to, you know, people who don't live in America. to. And the one thing I've learned, and Peter and I have really cemented this, is that if I'm not the one, then I will never have a relationship. I have to be Good. my Good. own one no Ooh. one can come along and fix me no one can come along and complete me it's great in a fairy tale it's great on a gray's anatomy episode to hear that it's great <laughs> to you know cry at a movie and and those feelings are definitely real and there and i have them for peter and 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 you know that's Awesome. Relationships and intimacy and commitment and whatever that looks like for people is wonderful, but you have to be your own one to ever even breach the subject, in my opinion.
0: And your one is always evolving. And hopefully the person that you get into a relationship or choose to become in a relationship is also evolving and it's going to change and you're going to have an And ebb and
1: flow. Ebb and flows. Yeah. And sometimes I'm as horny as any other motherfucker and other times it's just I don't feel it sex drive
0: might be lower things are going
1: on and something very sexy to say but um as we've talked about on this show my mother passed in November yes and I kept trying to make everything work and all of a sudden I turned around and my dick wouldn't get hard and all my hair was falling out and I went what the what what's happening right right and I kept trying to do like I'm not working out enough I'm not eating enough I'm not this enough I'm not that enough I did and I went you know what get a therapist double up your therapy time and take a I breath and figure it out because anyone who just took me out of the equation and only looked at the circumstances they would say well of course that's happening you just went through this of course and it's layered on everything else you know what i mean so and i and i know as my own character trait i'm an overthinker so I'm gonna always, you know, figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, instead of lifting it up and giving it to a higher power because I was never in control of it in the first place.
0: I'm similar in that way too. And the other thought I have is I've been more single than not. I've been in relationships, and you know, when you're single, you it's much easier to manage. Oh, right now I'm in a sexual period. Right now I'm not feeling that way. Right now I'm just one of. You know, meditate more. Oh, now I'm in a, I want to go to every, you know, sex place and meet. You can monitor that and you're not answering to. When you're in a relationship, though, it's, I think communication is a huge, huge thing on that. On the nitty gritty side of it, figuring out, like, I remember a guy that I was so into in San Francisco. We talked about him on this show. Uh, he loved to have sex at night and I'm a morning person, but I was able to, that was an easy adaptable thing. He didn't want to uh, come inside someone's ass unless he was a hundred percent sure he was in love. And I was like, wow, well, okay, that's wow. a very specific yeah. thing. And, but I was like, yeah, of course, then let's not do that. And so it's those kinds of things, like the nitty gritty of maybe time or day, you can kind of navigate and figure out but I think when it's deeper relationship, communicating to the other person on what's going on has to be utmost important because feelings, I'm sure, can come into play and get get hurt if or what's going on? Why aren't you having sex with me? Are you right. or are you having sex with other people, or should I be worried or you know, and you can drive yourself insane?
1: yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I have um. Been you know, really fascinated by is when you are single or you have been single for a, a, a few years, everything having to do with intimacy is in your control and it's on your demand. So yes. if you're like, I want to have sex now, you put on the porn and the porn that you're looking at is what you're into in that moment. And Correct. you get off to it, or you close your eyes and you fantasize about it, and then you want to go take a shower, or you want to fall asleep, or you want to go to a sex club and have sex with four other people, and and you want to do all this stuff, and now all of a sudden, because in your mind, you want to find the one, right? you're going to find this one person, and they're going to magically understand all of those on-demand whims that you've had for the past three years of being single. <laughs> yeah. You're going to implode. There's no yeah. way that person is going to, even if you communicate it, you know what I mean? Like, cause right. if you communicated all of that to someone you just started dating or even someone you've been dating to for a while, they might turn to you and go, well, maybe you don't want to be in a relationship because you're, <laughs> you're, 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 yeah. you're, you know, like in the morning, Your you're actions... watching a fisting video in the afternoon, you're like sleeping and maybe <laughs> I'm not. And to, to then turn and go, wait, you're, libido isn't following mine so that means you're not the one well how did we get here that makes no sense (laughs) which was (laughs) the point of the reddit thing right yes
0: exactly and i think yeah absolutely come on
1: it's unrealistic like it's not realistic unrealistic and and habits are hard to break and mine in and some of the habits are just in your mind whether you realize it or not you know what i mean Yeah. yeah i love it something in my life throughout my life i've always liked the the voyeur or the getting caught or the group situation that's always you know stimulated my sex drive throughout the, the the years I've been alive whether it's in New York or Berlin or San Francisco and 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 now with Peter and I and we're so happy and and everything feels good but at the same time sometimes there's not that excitement you know there's that right. there's not that that risk of getting caught because we're committed in a relationship. And back in, not to get morbid, but back in the 80s, it was like sex was scary. Because yeah. you weren't sure if you caught something. And that was almost a thrill in and about itself. Which is in a weird, twisted way, really wrong. But also just the way the psyche plays it out. Or played it but out for But
0: I me. also commend you so much. Because during the time, I think it was even this last year, when you couldn't go to... Berlin, you dressed up Peter and yourself in leather and had your own black party. I remember you saying on this show. I got to say,
1: we just did that again this weekend because we said, you know what? The pandemic's calming down. My mom has passed, so I can't get a phone call in the middle of a, you know, leather moment that something's up with her. And let's just blow off some steam here at home and create a new universe. And we had such a great time on Saturday. And my shoulders are more relaxed. my neck doesn't hurt as bad. Wow. I feel like I've gotten like I took a little staycation into dirty land and that trust and that connection and and it it's great. I suggest it for anyone and everyone, even if you have a fuck buddy and just be like, "Hey, let's have a pretend this night and just play it create out your yeah, create your I own universe yeah create your own universe it really works <laughs> well i
0: love it i love it thank you for playing lincoln as always
1: Just oh, good um, to talk to you
0: follow lincoln he's got two of them at mad lincoln on instagram and of course his protein bakery at protein bakery at yep. protein bakery i know mother's day is coming up and you got some i was looking at your some of your fun
1: yeah we, i just did a new tin for the minis and people are really loving it so that's cool
0: check it out at protein yeah. bakery follow us and dm us if you want some advice or just want to weigh in on the hot topics that we're talking about here we want to hear from you it's at tags podcast at tags podcast on instagram thanks you so much as always this was episode 261 wow we are here for you and continue striding through this like we all are be safe Ah, you be used safe. the same word. <laughs>
1: Listen, that's gonna just gonna part of my vocabulary. <laughs> it's
0: a part we of my vocabulary. Be safe,
1: be strong, be healthy, and love one another. Because there's nothing yeah, else keep to it do. Sexy. Right? Absolutely. <laughs>
0: we'll talk. That is so funny. We'll tag you soon. <laughs> Thanks so much.
1: Bye.
0: Just a reminder that tags live is every Wednesday. This Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 to 7 Pacific Standard Time. Join us. It's a whole lot of fun. All information is at TagsPodcast.com. Lastly, we have a new Clubhouse. Are you in Clubhouse? Get on the new app, currently still in beta, and we do a a two-hour block of time called Sex Positivity LGBTQ+, with myself, Cody Maurice Dogat, Sebastian LaCause, and a whole lot of other moderators. It's very cool, the conversations that we have every Thursday. Sex Positivity on Clubhouse. Find out all information at
1: TagsPodcast.com.